Welcome. My name is Thomas Steininger. I welcome you to Radio Evolve, our global webcast for consciousness and culture. I'm very happy to have with me Professor Kasuma Motoba. Kasuma, welcome to Radio Evolve. Yeah, thank you very much. Kasuma, you are chair of practical philosophy in the University of Wittenherdecke in Germany, but you are born in Japan. No, I'm not, I, I'm not chair. Oh. I'm not chair. I'm just a member of the, of the philosophy, practical philosophy. The chair is okay. Professor Matthias Ketter. Also he's my boss, yeah. Then I took the wrong information from the website. Thanks, thanks for that. But you're teaching at the University in Wittenherdecke in, in Germany. Yes, yes. Also I belong to um, chair of practical philosophy, but I'm not philosoph. I'm a communication scientist and I'm responsible for communication science and intercultural education. Also mainly I'm teaching communication, practical communication method and communication theory. Yes, and you are interested in, in communication uh, since many years yes. and also uh, coming from Japan and also having studied in Germany, intercultural communication is something that really also uh, caught your interest. You uh, developed your own form of uh, communication in that, but uh, you're also interested in dialogical philosophy of Martin Buber and uh, David Bohm, but you are also uh, leading a program of uh, global social witnessing. And I would like to ask you, uh, global social witnessing, that sounds very intriguing. What is this? How, uh, how did you get to this? And uh, uh, what is global social witnessing? Yes. Um, yeah, that's right that uh, I have researched uh, many years dialogue, dialogue process and Martin Buber, David Bohm, and also communication style, dialogical form, and so on. And what I'm doing, global social witnessing, is, so to say, extension of this concept, dialogue, or dialogical communication, because um, witness, as my understanding is, witnessing is like a Buddhistic concept, pure experience. And maybe, you know, pure experience is... Uh, conceptualized by Kitaro Nishida. Uh, he was a founder of the Kyoto School in Japan. And he was very influenced by William James. And the both has similar concept, uh, pure experience. Mm-hmm. As a pure experience means, how can I experience you non-linguistically and, of course, non-judgmentally? But how mm-hmm. can you encounter you and how can I recognize you as, as you so is? Yeah, this is so to say pure experience. And originally this concept, uh, of course, came from Buddhism. And my understanding is as witnessing is not so different from this pure experience. And we apply pure experience or witnessing in global social witnessing. This term global social witnessing was coined and developed by Thomas Hubel about uh, five, six years ago in the context of collective trauma research. Mm-hmm. And um, we have many, many information in broadcasting 
and the social media. For example, we are facing always with refugee problem in the EU or abroad or in the United States and so on. But somehow um, we cannot sense anymore. Yeah, as we have so many information about refugee and about suffering people on the other side of the earth. And we are accustomed to get this information without feeling, without mm -hmm. emotion. And that's why, how can I be much more present with this information of suffering in people like refugee people? And then that, and then we, we can use also the concept bearing witness. Also bearing witness is also theoretical and therapeutic concept from the psychotherapy. And how can be one with you as it's a kind of oneness concept, interconnected concept as a bearing witness. So this bearing witness concept and Buddhistic and Thomas Hubel come into together in the global social witnessing concept, which we are now researching and also which we are now educating in the universities. You made a difference between information and sensing. And you're right. I mean, we have a lot of uh, global information. Uh, we, we are hit with global information from all channels uh, and everyone knows it's, it's much too much. So in this difference between uh, sensing and information, how can, we how can we imagine what are you doing to go beyond the information and come into something that is witnessing, this bearing witness that is sensing. What do you do? Yeah. <clears throat> I think um, we can say as scientists that the universe consists of mainly three elements, material, energy, and information. Mm -hmm. And we do know somehow what is material. We have much researched and we have much material. What is this computer and how is this book uh, contained and so on. So we know about very as material. And we know also somehow very much about energy. What is energy? What kind of energy are there? But the science does not know exactly what is information and also uh, information science and communication science and linguistic does not exactly know what is information. Mm -hmm. And it is of course um, very crucial concept when we talk about information in the physics, but physics has also some kind of definition about information. And I always refer to the definition of physics as information is energy in motion, or energy is information in motion. It means, um, yeah, there are, so to say, information which can be carried and conveyed between body. And firstly, we can sense this information with our body. 
Yeah. So that's um, interbodily communication with our body is first step of our communication or information transmission between person A and person B. For example, the word emotion. Emotion is like this word motion. It is some information which is carried out as energy, as motion between person A and person B. And my body firstly catch this motion or this energy or mm -hmm. this uh, information in motion. And emotion is in our neural system uh, expressed as feeling. As a feeling is linguistically expressed emotion. But emotion itself is not yet expressed linguistically. But somehow we could not develop our sensing to catch this information from outside or in the communication. Yeah. So the question is how we can catch this information with our body. But somehow we know that we sense something when something happened outside or when somebody comes in, in my office that I, my body reacts something and mm -hmm. my body sends something. And this is so to say, got it information or received information from the sender. Yeah. So this is something that happens in any kind of communication. And uh, you do this also on an intercultural global level where uh, this where you, you uh, sense to something that is related to the social reality of our global society. Uh, just for the sake of our listeners, how do you do this? What is the setting of this global social, social witnessing? Are you coming together on Zoom? Are you coming together in groups? Are you meeting in places? How can we envision uh, this witnessing? How does the practice look like that you're doing there? Um, there are many methods. And mm -hmm. uh, for example, you can also exercise global social witnessing in individually alone. Okay. Or you can exercise, uh, you can practice this uh, witnessing also in a small group or in a large group. Okay. And in my case, for example, at university, I can show a picture of one event which uh, taking place in the world. For example, one picture of a refugee people who are suffering on the other side of the world or refugee camp. Mm -hmm. And firstly, the student observes this picture and then um, collects some information from this picture and also outside, as from outside from this picture. For example, what do they know about this scene or this event? Right. And what do they observe or what do they see in this picture? And we can collect objective information from this picture and also from the context where this event 
took place. And then we can sense much more, as we can feel much more this picture, mm. as first we, with our body, with our sense, with our emotion, and of course with our mental. Yeah, as mm-hmm. on the mental level, on the emotional level, and also in a on a bodily level, we can sense this picture. Yeah, and then, um, so far as I observed, some kind of fields can emerge between the student mm-hmm. and this picture, or some kind of fields can emerge among the student, among the participant. And this field, in this field, um, you can get, you can receive some kind of information, mm-hmm. yeah. some kind of voices of the picture, some kind of um, unmuted voices from this picture or from behind this picture. And the student can exchange this kind of information, what they have sensed or what they have heard. Yeah. And then, um, so to say, yeah, we have some kind of feeling to oneness mm-hmm. uh, or felt oneness. It is much more than empathy. As empathy is, I can sense you, I can feel you from the inside of your body, of, of you. Yeah. But Oneness or felt oneness is I feel you in my inside because I mirror you as a world in my inside. And this in this inside, in my inside, I feel this event. I feel these people in the picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And from this experience, I get, I receive much more information. But as I have said, at the same time, a kind of feed, maybe in the words of the Krasoto Shama, generative social feed is emerging. And then it is, so to say, source of non-local information or source of information where we can receive something. And with this information, we can be much more oneness to the world, or we can witness something, event, or people from the full system awareness. So just uh, for, for the clarity, uh, for example, what is this something that you can perceive this way? Uh, you, you have this picture, you are either on your own or you're in a group, you, 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 you see this picture, you have the information of the picture, you have some context of the picture, there are some emotions coming up uh, watching this picture. Uh, there is some uh, relationship building to the picture, as I understand. And there is, there is an emotional field between you and the image, uh, between you and the group and the image. Um, I can see that there is some field happening that has a certain quality. But you're talking also about a kind of imo- information that comes this way. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious... Just for example, what kind of information is this? And what do you do with this information? Yeah, maybe as a, it's better to talk about my experience. Yes. Um, I, I, I experience 
a kind of global social witnessing practices were exercised in 2017 in a big event. And in this event, um, there was systemic conservation as global social witnessing exercise or praxis. And this systemic conservation was facilitated by um, Stefan Hausner from Germany and Thomas Hubel uh, from Germany. The topic was North Korea because in 2017, we are very faced with this nuclear power event uh, from North Korea or between North Korea and USA. And as you know, in the system consecration, four, five, five, six people were selected to the role like Japan, China, South Korea, North Korea, USA, Russia, and so on. So about six, seven people uh, were selected for this function. And the audience was, it was very large system consecration. The audience was almost uh, more than 100 people. And I was not selected as Japan or as China. I was just one of the audience. I observed this uh, event in a social or system consecration. And um, yeah, I said I, I was observer, but actually I witnessed what has happened in this systemic consecration. And this process of consolation around the event of North Korea, together with um, South Korea, China, USA, Japan, it triggered me very, and my body reacted somehow very strange, and I did not feel comfortable in this context as observer or eyewitness, yeah. And yeah, I was very triggered and I was very affected by what, what was happened in this event. It took about almost two or three hours. And after this event, I came back to home and I don't know exactly I had a dream or I had, so to say, got a kind of information, but I immediately wanted to write something in a paper. And I wrote in the following way, there was a father and mother and they were happy. And the father, the man has left. And the mother is alone at home and she should uh, raise her children. She has two Sam, um, older Sam and younger Sam, and she should educate and raise her sons. And she gives everything to her son what she has education, nutrition, food, love. Also she gives everything. And two sons were grown up and very happy. But one day, the young son was 
attacked, has attacked his mother and raped. And then this son um, has his old son, but he has just cut down um, his old son in two parts. And I got this information and I wrote down in my diary. And this is, of course, so to say, yeah, so metaphoric information about this conservation situation. The father is Indian and the mother is China and two sons are Japan, Japan and Korea. And China was raped by Japan and Korea was divided Japan into two parts. Yeah, and um, I don't know why I got this information, yeah? but this information uh, accompanies me somehow in the next two or three years. Uh-huh. And in the next two or three years from 2017 until now, the process of nuclear power and nuclear game between Japan, North Korea, China, and USR is running still, yeah. And I, I can witness every time, whenever what is happening in North Korea or between North, South, and Japan, and USA, and so on. So I'm always somehow very connected with this area, with North Korea, with South Korea, uh, South Korea and Japan and so on. And so I witness every time and I somehow a part of this concept, this constellation and this system. Yeah. And so that's my thought and my observation how to read newspaper and how to get information from the broadcasting or social media concerning North Korea or nuclear and so on is very different from before. Mm-hmm. I, I, I am within in this event mm-hmm. and I'm very connected with this event mm-hmm. and I'm witnessing every time what is happening there. Mm-hmm. And this is my first experience of global social witnessing. Yeah, this is my pure experience, yeah. Fascinating. And just um, assuming that um, other people will make similar, different, but similar experiences with uh, maybe constellation work, maybe uh, reading the newspaper, in what way ever, that they have this different relationship to social news as you are describing. And it seems that in the global social witnessing lab that you are working also with people around the globe who do this kind of practice. And I guess that uh, the people will describe when they, re- when they hear the news now, when they read the newspaper, when they watch TV, they have a different relationship to what they hear. What do they do with this different information, with this different relationship? What's the consequence of this practice? What's the consequence for you? 
Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the consequence for the people you're training in that? Mm-hmm. What do you try to achieve by doing this with other people? Yeah, so I think each participant of a small global social witnessing praxis or also in a large uh, praxis of global social witnessing, of course, uh, each person has individual different experiences about witnessing or about this connection with event or with witnessed uh, people or person. But I can say in general that the outcome of this global social witnessing where you can experience, so to say, that uh, there is no difference between the witness as a person mm-hmm. and the witnessed. Yeah. And the outcome is me including, I become much more pro-social. And I observe always after the global social witnessing, students become much more pro-social and do some kind of pro-social action. So they feel much more connected with the world or with the event which was witnessed and they want to be much more pro-social. Mm-hmm. And this is, so to say, outcome which I observe many times. Mm-hmm. And I also can imagine if people do that, how their relationship uh, to all kinds of social realities around the globe change in the, in the, in the way that it it's not kind of this objective uh, uh, a propositional information that you become, but it's p- becoming part something that you are part of, that you are mm-hmm. that you are involved, and that also I mean you talked about uh, parents raping. These are very uh, direct life experiences and images that you're using, yeah. and experiencing this world in this different way that is not informational in the usual sense we talk about information uh, changes. Um, my relationship to what's going on in the US, for example, right now, or what's going on right now in India, uh, in a way that I become much more involved. Mm-hmm. And I can see that um, it becomes much more uh, multidimensional. Mm-hmm. Reality becomes much more multidimensional. And it also affects me in a way that... Uh, I see real life dynamics in all of this. Is a uh, part of the the idea of doing this social global witnessing to create this multidimensional experience and to come together as, uh, also in networks, in global networks, to create a different social uh, involvement. Uh, where do you go with this? Mm. <clears throat> Um, as we have no uh, empirical research about this outcome, as not yet, and we want to do it um, maybe in the next two years or three years after the conference. But my hypothesis is um, as a, some kind of perspective change is taking place 
through this global social witnessing. And from I perspective to you perspective, and then we can transcend this I and you perspective toward we perspective, so to say. So I see you, I witness you, and I and you are separated mm-hmm. in the observation process. But when I witness you with three levels, with my body, with my emotion, and also mental level, then I can be, I can be aware of much more your being and maybe when we have much more time to witness you or witness each other with our body, with our sense and so on, then I feel much more connected with you. Mm-hmm. And so that's, I can have a kind of new perspective, not only from me, from my inside, and not only from the other side through you, but also from our we perspective. As of from our we perspective, I can witness me and you. Mm-hmm. And this kind of perspective change or perspective taking, it is of course conscious taking or conscious change mm-hmm. can take place through global social witnessing. But I cannot say this is only one method. There are also another methods like witnessing in the Zen Buddhist moves, there are also some kind of uh, exercise or praxis for changing and for taking uh, another perspective. But global social witnessing is one method of, for this perspective taking. And to, to, to catch, so to say, full system awareness. The full system awareness, um needs a lot of information about the system. So when we talk about our global system, uh, we talk about political systems, we talk about economical systems, we talk about social systems, we talk about cultural systems, we even can talk about spiritual systems. Um, Is your experience that in this kind of presencing that these different systems come together in a kind of a shared wholeness? Or how... Do you create this multidimensional experience that you're talking about? Or can I create these multidimensional experiences? Yeah. <clears throat> it seems that you, you talk about an integration of different systems, mm-hmm. an integration of different perspectives. Mm-hmm. How do they come together? As a, I think the key or key competence or key condition is how to get a kind of information from the field or from generative social field, which can be emerging in such a witnessing mode of consciousness. Yeah, and this information can help to taking change or taking perspective, mm-hmm. you know. And without this information, this information sometimes can be like a metaphor 
or sometimes can be like a poem, which I got after this uh, systemic consecration in 2017. Or maybe this information is much more uh, somatic information. But anyway, this kind, of som- uh, this kind of information, which is somehow created from the field, can push us to this full system perspective. Is your experience that this does change people? Yeah. You, you, you mentioned before that they become more social involved. How, uh, how does this look like and in which other f- ways you feel that people are changing through this practice? Yeah, in my university, um, for example, after my seminar, some people or some students want to be more active in the social um, action or social activism, or some people are working for the refugee, and some people are much more active for suffering people and so on, as in the sense pro-social action they, they are taking. And uh, do you think this is kind of a practice uh, that um, we should introduce as a kind of a social practice in different countries, in different societies on a global scale? Is this something where, where you, you feel this is a social practice that we as a society should introduce in how we deal with uh, our um, input on information? Yes, I think um, Thomas Kubel and Klaus Otto Schirmer called such a tool as a social technology. Uh-huh. And global social witnessing is also a kind of social technology. And I see this social technology or global social witnessing as an educational tool for transformative learning. And in order that this technology can be used and implemented in an education area as an education tool or as a tool for transformative learning, um, we should do much more empirical research. Yeah. And um, the first step is um, organizing international conference, which was originally uh, planned in the last year in March at Wittenhedek University, but you know because of uh, pandemic, we have postponed, and we are now organizing the postponed conference now in March, but uh, virtually online, and this is so to say the start of. Our- for this conference, we have invited uh, researchers from the new science, as a neuroscience and sociologist and psychologist and also um, <clears throat> philosophers and so on, and also some activists and um, artists who are also using this technology, this global social witnessing. And together with these people, we want to um, as make much more progressive research and research project in order to 
um, introduce this method in the education? Mm -hmm. um, I'm just curious, uh, when you do research about this methodology, uh, oh, what are you researching for? Is it the kind of information that people get? Uh, uh, how, how people change? Or how this kind of information helps to interact differently between individuals, but also on a global scale? Uh, what are your expectations? And uh, what, what uh, are you looking for when you do this research? Um, maybe uh, we are creating many, many hypotheses to mm -hmm. verify these hypotheses and to, in order this tool can be much more trustful. But one hypothesis is um, how is the relationship between this emerging field and um, consciousness transformation, yeah? And for example, um, talking about field among us or among me and the event, and there is some kind of concept like coherence, yeah? And how we can measure coherence in the context of global social witnessing among the people, among the participant, or among participant and event. And there are some methodology to measure coherence as a group coherence. Mm -hmm. And then we can um, find out some kind of correlation and uh, correlation between high coherence or low coherence and uh, consciousness transformation. Yeah. How has my consciousness transformed as a conscious, as a uh, subjectively? Yeah? Mm -hmm. And this kind of correlation we can also measure and we can also verify. This is one method to, to verify one hypothesis. Mm -hmm. I would like to, to ask you. Uh, about this global part of global social witnessing. Mm. Uh, I mean, uh, as I hear you, uh, I, I understand that this creates coherence, uh, that this creates this different kind of information. It creates also, it changes people uh, in, in the way that uh, it makes them uh, related to what before was just information, if I may say it this way. All these uh, are, are differences uh, that, that I can understand and I also can see how the field, the field between information, the, the, the photograph, the people, how this changes. Your emphasis that this has to happen on a global scale, that's at least how I interpret it. Uh, what's the global aspect of doing this and how does the global aspect show itself? In the work that you are doing? As a global, in this concept, global social witnessing means as a global event in my insight. Okay. Yeah. And social means not social event, but social means together with our people. As a, I and my friends, my people, 
So he has a witness global event. Mm -hmm. And then this global event is not anymore global. It is in my inside. Mm -hmm. And this is the meaning of global social witnessing. So the global is uh, basically the, the object of my witnessing. Uh, that we are talking about something that's not just happening in my family, that's not just happening with my best friend. We are happening something that, uh, so to say, is of a global scale, mm. has a glo global importance. For example, the uh, conflict between North and South Korea that you described is not just a, a, a local uh, conflict. It has, uh, uh, obviously, a global attention. And all our worlds are full of not just what's happening to my friends, but uh, uh, events that happen to all of us globally. I mean, what just happened in the capital in, in Washington <clears throat> was a global event. I mean, it happened there, but it created images. And I'm sure uh, this capital shaman will stay with us for the times to go. This is an image that is part of our global consciousness now. And uh, uh, people storming the capital, uh, the, 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 the riots, all but it implicates. This is an event mm. that is global and historic. Uh, people in 100 years will know of this event. Mm -hmm. And we are all, to some degree, full of this event. There are some events uh, like the Second World War, There's a, uh, but also events like um, the birth of Christianity, uh, that are a part uh, of our making. Mm. The fact, just a single fact that you focus on global events in this uh, um, makes me think that uh, there is also an interest in something that I would call a global consciousness. Mm. Because uh, people, um, to some degree, everyone is aware a little bit of, of global news but there's also not necessarily a lot of intention in that. But it seems that you make the point that this is important. That this, that this, this is something that is important to have a relationship with. Yes. And um, that is something we should pay attention to. Yeah. Why? Mm. Um, yeah, I don't, there is global news and local news. I live in a small, not small, but in a middle-sized town in Germany, in Dortmund. And what is happening is here is, so to say, local news. And for example, what is happening in North Korea around um, nuclear um, things, it is global news. And climate change is also a kind of global. Mm -hmm. But global has some kind of connotation. It is something very far from me, mm -hmm. far from local. But for example, climate change as global phenomena is not far from me. I am next to this global phenomena. Mm -hmm. this climate change and I'm connected and I'm very interconnected with this 
climate change. And I see some kind of relation between me and climate change, between me and global event. Mm -hmm. And then we always um, <clears throat> quoting the concept of uh, relational responsibility by Emmanuel Levinas. Mm -hmm. When I am in the relation, I'm responsible for you. And it doesn't matter how far this event is, global, far from me or local, but some way I'm related to the event, to you, to these people, on the other side of the people, on the other side of the earth, then I'm responsible. And that's why global social witnessing is our conceptually based on the uh, philosophy of uh, Levinas. And Levinas is also uh, using the concept face. Our face has function so that the other person can feel responsibility to this face. When I see your face, when I see the face suffering people on the street. So far as I see the face, I am responsible for this face, for this person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And then exactly uh, said this global or local has no meaning as everything is local. Mm. That's also really something that stays with me when I, when I listen to you, because usually this uh, multidimensional relationship to reality, uh, we have to things that we consider being local. Uh, things that uh, happen to my friends, to my family, in my neighborhood. I have emotional relationships. I, 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 I dream of them. Or I, uh, the, the, there's all, all these dimensions are part of my relationship. But this is usually not the case uh, of a global information. Global information usually goes in, in, in a very particular layer of my psychology where I kind of uh, have, uh, what are the political consequences of that? And they, they, of course, I have really emotions about it, but it's, it's, it's all emotions to, to this kind of objective informations. But the way I, I hear you, and correct me if, if this is wrong, is because... Uh, in this witnessing practice, you develop uh, these different forms of relationship to events that are global events. Mm. The difference between local and global uh, disappears to some degree mm. because all has the same full human experience uh, and it, it's not just on the informational level, it becomes fully human. Yeah, or maybe um, I can say in a in a following way that uh, through global social witnessing, I can find out hidden relation between me and you, between uh -huh. me and him or her, because the relation is always there, but we cannot see from somewhat I don't know 
which reason, but we cannot see. And global social witnessing make it visible, mm-hmm. make invisible relation or hidden relation visible. And then the dialogue begins. When I see somebody in a dialogue, I want to respond. Mm-hmm. And this is, so to say, basic condition from responsibility. Respond able responsibility. Mm. I see that we are also coming to the end uh, of our time here. And uh, I just wanted to ask you if people are interested uh, in your work and what you're doing, uh, what's the best place to go to? Yeah. Where do people find information about global social witnessing? Uh, get our information? Yes. Ah, yes. <laughs> um, as I have said, we are organizing conference uh, from March 15 to 18. It is virtual online information uh, conference. And you can find a website of this conference, www.globalsocialwitnessing.com org as a global social witnessing without hyphen one word mm-hmm. and there you can find um, the conference information and my article uh, about global social witnessing will be published um, soon and uh, yeah I can send you as a who are interested in this paper as I can personally send this paper to, to everybody yeah. so people I guess on the website, they find your email address. And yes. If, yeah. if people are interested in this paper, they can write to you and you will yeah. send the paper to them. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Kasuma, thank you very much. Thank you for this conversation. And thank you very much for the work that you're doing. Thank you very much.